I know that there's a lot of citizens out there who are really concerned that the palace does not end up like the Silver Dome, which has been referred to as, you know, the giant bird bath in the middle of Pontiac. A separate issue is the fact that of the 17, approximately 17 square miles that comprise Auburn Hills, there's really only less than one square mile left to be developed. And so the thing with Auburn Hills is that it's primarily an industrial community. Uh, lots of corporate world headquarters are based there. Uh, that's primarily where a lot of their tax base comes from. So there's sort of two sides to that coin. On one side, we're looking to see what's going to happen with these um, last couple of acres of land that are left, about 500 acres there. That equates to maybe only six or 10 more projects, according to a recent industrial analysis that was conducted by the city. So essentially, Auburn Hills is running out of space. So anything that they do there is going to have to be really heavily considered. Is this what we want to sort of put here that's going to complete our community? And on that same turn of a coin, there are issues with residents sort of questioning whose side the city is on. Is it the the businesses or the residents? There have been some issues with People not wanting parking lots built near their houses for fear of light pollution and lowering their property values. As the city kind of works to deal with how little land is left, it's this balance between how do we keep a, a residential tax base and how do we serve our primary tax base, which is businesses and corporations. For the issues of what to do with the Palace of Auburn Hills and the limited land, vacant land that's left in Auburn Hills for development, how will those be addressed by the next city council, city government after these elections? It really kind of depends what relationship they're going to have with Palace Sports and Entertainment. So I think the next council is going to need to work really hard to stay abreast of what Palace Sports and Entertainment is trying to do with the palace. They definitely want to see it turned into something that's going to bring in some major tax revenue. In your work as a reporter for the Oakland Press, what are you hearing from the residents and the citizens of Auburn Hills about their concerns about their community? The people of Auburn Hills are pretty happy with their community. It's it's definitely doing a lot better than other communities in Oakland County. Uh, they definitely have more money, to say, uh, because of all the corporate headquarters there. In a nutshell, yeah, it's sort of that balance between who owns the city? Is it the businesses or is it the residents? I think the residents now are starting to question, is it us or is it them that they care about? Who's running for council this fall? There are seven candidates. Four of them are write-ins and three of them are incumbents coming from a variety of different backgrounds. And this fall, voters will have to choose between uh, four of them uh, to serve a four-year term. However, the fourth highest vote total is only going to be serving a two-year term for the Auburn Hills City Ordinance. Besides the Palace of Auburn Hills and sort of the lack of land and what development or redevelopment will look like in the future, are there other issues that are on the voters' minds in Auburn Hills that might be similar or different to other communities across Southeast Michigan? Something that Auburn Hills does share in common with the rest of Southeast Michigan um, and Oakland County is the opioid epidemic and crisis that we're all kind of facing. I know the police there have just as much a hard time as any other community trying to sort of stamp this out and um, traffic. Traffic is still an issue in Auburn Hills. 